You're listening to the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hinderer, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way, and I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee or a craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. Today for this episode, I wanted to talk about um, what I think is a common misconception, but a question I get asked frequently, like almost every week or every other week, I get asked, but don't more followers mean more business? And the answer is yes, and the answer is no. I think it's a common misconception that more followers just automatically means more business, right? So if I just started my account or I just started my business and if I grow it to 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 followers, I'm automatically going to be booked out and it's going to be amazing. And I have to say that's not that's not the case. That's not actually going to happen. That's not actually how it kind of all works. So, and you know, I was thinking as I was asked this question Uh, very recently. And I was thinking back to my influencer life and the influencer world. And I was thinking like, okay, it is true on the influencer side that you are paid more based on the number of followers you have. And that is true. It also, you know, you also get paid based on other factors like engagement rate and all of that. But there is something, and I think that's probably where this big push has come. um, And this kind of like obsession with followers and growing that follower number came from is the idea of influencers, right? Because you get paid more money when you have more followers. Um, but for those of us who are not influencers, which is the majority of people that I work with, um, you know, those of us who are running small businesses, right, running these mission-minded brands, running these Catholic businesses, your follower number does not necessarily equate to more business for you. It does not necessarily equate to more people attending your programs, to more people in the pews, to more people buying your business, working with you, um, etc. And you know, I was reminded of this again last week when I was talking to a new business owner who's been posting very consistently, you know, for the last several months as she's kind of launched her business and she's not seeing much change in her numbers. She's not seeing much growth and she's also not seeing any clients come to her, right? She's not seeing those numbers. And so she worried that her business wouldn't take off because her social media numbers aren't high enough and that maybe all she needs to do is have a more aggressive presence on social media and therefore then her business would grow. And, you know, when I was talking to her, I said, listen, like this, that's a misunderstanding of how social media works. And I think that's also a misunderstanding of what it can do for you and what it can't do for you um, as a business. If you are on social media and that is your sole way of finding new new clients, if that's your sole way of reaching people, I think you're missing an opportunity. I think there are so many other ways that you can do that. Um, so, you know, that's one conversation I had that I was like, listen, you need to stop. You need to stop obsessing over the, the follower number and you need to work at growing your business. Um, and then literally two weeks before that I had, I was meeting with a new client of ours and, you know, she wanted to get her social media up and running as quickly as possible so that she could be booked out by the end of the year. And I had to be totally frank with her. And I was like, listen, we love what we do. We're going to work as hard as we possibly can to get your social media up and running and have it be like a really robust presence, etc. But 
our social media presence alone, if that's the only thing you're doing for marketing, if that's the only way you're reaching out to the community, if that's the only way you're engaging with people, is not going to book you out by the end of the year. That's just not going to happen. That's not the way this works. Um, and I think it's surprising for people to hear that. I think it's also surprising that I'm just so blunt and open with people about it too. But I think it's really important to not think of our social media accounts as the BL end all in terms of lead generation, right? This is not the best way, the only way, the one way to get more clients, to get more business. And in fact, I would say for many of us who own small businesses, who own these mission-minded brands, your social media accounts are more likely to seal the deal for you than to be a lead generator. And what do I mean by that? Well, let me give you a couple examples. Recently, I was looking to try out a new restaurant. um, And the way that I do this is I either go on Google Maps or I go on Yelp and I search for either if I'm looking for a specific type of restaurant or just restaurants near me. And I look at those. And then often what I do is then I go to Instagram to see the accounts that these restaurants have um, to determine if I want to go there or not. And I'm looking for, you know, a variety of things based on, you know, who I'm meeting for dinner and what we're doing. I'm looking at the ambiance. I'm looking at what the place looks like. I'm looking at what the plates look like, right? Like, do the dishes look good? Are they well plated? Are they pretty? Um, do their drinks look good based on, you know, who I'm meeting, etc. And nine times out of 10, I pick a restaurant based on kind of the pictures that are provided on their social media accounts or maybe on their Yelp reviews. Um, Cause that's, that's what I want to see. That's how I'm going to decide, right? So just showing up there, I'm not searching on Instagram. I'm not finding things on Instagram that I didn't find elsewhere first, but it is helping seal the deal and making me determine which restaurant I want to go to. Um, the same happened as I was kind of apartment hunting here in St. Louis. I specifically did not look at places that had no social media presence. I know that's super super social media snobby. I don't know what you call that, but this is my business. This is my profession. And so I'm always intrigued and I'm always interested to see what, what people do with their social media and how they use it. And I will say, I was shocked to see that, gosh, all apartment complexes, nearly all of them. I don't want to say all, cause that sounds, that's such a blanket statement, but nearly all of the apartment complexes I looked at had horrible social media presence. All of them. I was like, Oh, I could help. Um, But the ones that had no social media presence at all, I was like, oh, no, I'm not staying there. Like, if they don't even have an Instagram account, if they didn't even get a Facebook account or anything like that, like, I'm not interested in staying there because clearly they're a little old school. They're a little behind the times. Um, And so did I pick the apartment that I'm in now solely based on that? No, of course not. However, did it make a big difference in the apartments that I initially even looked at? Yeah. So it was for me very much a way to like quickly eliminate the ones that were not going to be a good fit for me and for what I was looking for. It also helped me too, as I was trying to weed out even the ones that did have social media accounts, it helped me weed out the ones that I was like, Ooh, I don't like the look of that. Right. Or this aesthetic doesn't really work for me or whatever. Like I also kind of looked at that and saw the pictures that they posted of you know, the various amenities they had, the pool, the gym, the interiors of the restaurant, uh, sorry, not the restaurants, of the apartments um, to see that. So I do think that makes a big difference. And I think both of these are great examples of how 
a social media presence can seal the deal, but it's, again, it's not how I found the business. And I think the same will often be the case for you, for your business, for the service that you provide, right? You want to think of your social media presence less as a lead generator and more as a portfolio. I tell this all the time to my clients, right? That this is a portfolio in which you are showing off who you are, what you do, what service you provide, what programs you offer, like what you can give the person who shows up and is interested in your goods or your services, right? Um, I think this is especially the case if you work in an industry that values aesthetics, that values design, that values beauty, but I think it's the case across the board, right? It, this can be this can be the selling factor for so many things, right? So, but certainly again, if you're in an aesthetic type business, so if you're a hairdresser, a personal stylist, a nail technician, your social accounts are a portfolio. If you're a graphic designer, a web designer, a logo creator, anything like that, your social accounts are your portfolio. If you're a restaurant, a hotel, an Airbnb host, this is your portfolio, right? But even if you're a program, right, maybe you are a summer program, maybe you're a summer camp, maybe you are um, an internship program, maybe you're anything like that. These are also can be a portfolio because people want to be able to see themselves in the program. And so if you're sharing images and pictures and video of what it's like behind the scenes, of what it's like to be part of these programs, people can see themselves there, right? And so that could seal the deal rather than necessarily generate a lead, Um so really, you know, for all of these things, the quality of your account, your accounts, the quality of the, the things that you're posting is really going to help seal the deal with that potential client and have them walking or have them walking away before they maybe even book a discovery call or learn more about your services, right? That's what I mean by saying it's a portfolio. Your social accounts are a portfolio that allows them to see very quickly like, oh, yes, I could work with this business. Oh, no, I'm really not interested. And I think that happens much more frequently than we probably even realize, especially for millennials and Gen Z, right? Gen Z are more likely to Google, I say that in quotation marks, Google something on a social media platform than they are to Google it in Google, right? Because they're looking for a restaurant near them, they're looking for sushi, they're looking for a hairdresser, and they're going to search that on these platforms that they like more so than they're going to search it in another way. And once they're searching it, they might be drawn to your post and convinced to keep looking at your stuff or to keep looking elsewhere. And that's what, that's how you want to think of your social media accounts, especially when you're small and you're growing and you're just kind of starting out. Um, and I do want to say this is not to say that some of your followers aren't going to become your client for sure, right? Absolutely. As you grow, some of your followers were at, will absolutely become clients, right? If you're, if you're cultivating them well, if you're focusing on your niche, that will absolutely happen. Some of your followers may never be clients of yours, but they may refer you to a future client. That's also awesome. And that also is great. And in that sense, it is kind of a lead generator for you. So I don't want to say that followers do not equate to new business at all, but I don't think it's as linear as all of that. It's not just an automatic, the more followers I have, the more business I'm going to have. That is not actually the case for a great many of businesses. So I would say rather than obsessing over your numbers and growing them as quickly as possible, you want to focus on creating meaningful relationships online with the people who are in your niche, with the people who are in your field. 
that will take you and your business a lot further than just trying to grow your follower number at a rapid pace. And that's going to be much more sustainable for your business. It's going to do much greater things for your business, really building, creating these meaningful relationships than just trying to arbitrarily grow a specific number because you think that's what is needed for your business. So I hope that helps. I hope that really answers that question of don't more followers just mean more business? And the answer is yes, but no. And really more on the no side than the yes side. However, it's a powerful portfolio that you can use to really seal the deal for a lot of people. So until next time, keep chugging away. If you have any questions or comments or want a topic covered on a future podcast episode, please make sure to just slide into my DMs on Instagram at Rosebud Social and let me know what you would like to hear. I am always looking for new topics and new questions that you have that I can answer. All right. Till next time.